This is Rock and Roll Grad School with your hosts, Heidi Hedquist and Luke Poling. Get your grad school for nothing and your podcast for free. I want Luke and Heidi. Hello, kitties. We're going to have a good time together. We are talking Swedish metal, which I feel like is... Is there any other types of metal? I don't know. I mean, good metal should be Swedish. Good metal should be, yeah, exactly. Uh, we're talking with Heat about their new album and mm-hmm. their new old lead singer, because their old new lead singer is now the lead singer of Skid Row. Yes. There's a whole chart I think one needs to draw. And I did not completely get it when we were talking with him. And I think he was like, what's wrong with you, boy? More yeah. so than usual, right. our guests are. But speaking of metal, I think this counts. Yes. You have a flag situation? We do. I'm very excited about it. It's at half staff? No, it's at oh. full staff, but the wind wasn't hitting it properly to where it would unfurl right. for me to photograph it for you. But um, in my complex, there is still a lot of new construction. Oh, you got a complex. You sure do. I do. I have many complexes. Yeah. <laughs> And there is one particular building that unfortunately had a fire that they are yes. rebuilding from scratch. But the I'm assuming the construction team mm-hmm. has put up a flagpole attached to the pile of lumber that is rebuilding this place. Mm-hmm. A full flagpole with a full uh, flag Yes. with the VH mm. Van Halen logo. That's amazing. Why? I don't know. They were not running with the devil or playing Panama or playing. Were they even hot for teacher? Would you say? Could you tell from your apartment? No, I was walking the dog. I was right in front of. Oh, and you weren't able to figure out who was uh, hot for teacher. No, I couldn't Hmm. see them. They were further away, but the flag is there and I hope it stays there and I will capture a photo of it. That would be great. I don't know. It like makes me feel like having the right, you know, colors flown at my castle right it's interesting i just this weekend saw there was a dj in somewhere in texas and <clears throat> there's an auction of his estate and anyone who came into this radio station he got them to sign multiple things so it's a lot of guitars and t-shirts and posters signed by various bands and one of the things he had from his sort of collection of promotions and this connects he didn't have the actual cake itself but he had the lid for the pound cake that Warner Brothers sent him to promote for unlawful carnal knowledge. Wow. Like Van Halen-themed pound cake. That's an amazing piece of swag. I know. Yeah. All right, well, we've covered a lot of stuff here, I feel like. Yeah, a lot of important things, for sure. Do you want to hear about the show last night? Oh, yes, yes. I completely forgot, yes. It was amazing. Okay. I mean, acts, as you saw, was Unreal. Aren't they great? They're so cool. They're the coolest people ever. I just kept looking at my friend Mark going, why aren't we this cool? We need to be this cool. And just Exene didn't really do much, but was so... Did she have like a skirt on and her boots? And like a jacket. Or she had a dress on and a jacket that matched that had like roses and the X logo on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, and she's just adorable. And she's yeah. wailing. And John's just the coolest human ever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they were just fantastic. And they um, 
we were at the same place we saw Sparks and we ended up kind of in the same spot, only right in front of John. My friend Mark and I were there and then Dave and his nephew, because Dave was having one of his complexes about tall people in front of him, not remembering that people shift and move in these kinds of settings. And they do, yes. That will change. So they ended up moving over. So they were further away and we were just rocking out and he was just laughing because he was like, you guys are just mad. But we were dripping with sweat afterwards. And then, so for Psych Furs, we decided, Mark and I decided to stay on the like raised level, like one level up. Mm -hmm. And Dave and his nephew decided to go back down. Well, after talking to Dave later, I guess the sound was great just from mm. that little difference. Yeah. But because it's only like a, a four steps up to the next. Oh, level. so it's not even a balcony. No, I mean, there is a balcony further back, but it was so the sound was so horrible. Hmm. The mix was so off for us that, you know, he's like doing all this crazy stuff in his sequin jacket. Mm -hmm. And it just felt ridiculous because you couldn't hear his vocal. Mm. And then they played all these deep cuts. Like they didn't pull out any crowd favorite till about 40 minutes in. So okay. I guess I just, I, I, I thought I just want to sleep with you would count as a fan favorite, but maybe it was just the excitement around. Did they play that as their opener? I don't think so. Okay. Because I've noticed... I remember what they played it as their opener. I was looking at set lists before I went, and it looked like they were playing kind of the same thing every night. X was much more like, we're going to play these songs, but they're going to be in a different order every night. So X didn't play either song that has a tie to Detroit, by the way. Really? Mm-hmm. So what did... So, but you got... Um, no Johnny Hinton Run, no New World. Right, wow. Neither of them. Okay, Which is I weird. Very like, blessed. How, how do you not, how do you forget about the Motor City, right? Right. But I didn't No, care. this is the same. Is it the same? Yes. Yeah, okay, that's proof and point of how bad the sound was. Yeah. So they played a ton of like kind of newer stuff too. Like it just, mm -hmm. and then they went, we got um, Ghost in You. Yeah. And then it was a little while longer and we got Pretty in Pink. And we actually, Mark and I ended up leaving and going to a bar around the corner. That's how mm. much we couldn't like hear or take it because X was so good. Right. That it was like a, it became a buzzkill. Mm. Dave and his cousin both said that from where they were, it was better. So I don't huh. know. So I'm going to blame it on the sound guy, but. What's interesting because I, it sounds like it was a much more lively show, which. I feel like uh, problems, at least with this casino that I saw them at, mm -hmm. there are seats. You are sitting down. And they're cozy, and there's a lot of Chablis being passed <laughs> around. And so I don't know how much of it was sort of the high rollers, because there were certainly people in their super old and ratty X shirts with the cat on it and stuff. Mm -hmm. But there was also a lot of guys who seem to be humoring the misses a little bit yeah and maybe that's just the butler brothers for you in general but yeah. um i mean it was definitely a uh, slow dance central when ghost and you came on and people were like making out and we we're standing kind of further back i'm like this feels like prom 
Mm-hmm. And I'm still on the wall. No one wants to dance with me, but it's mm. fine. But, um, but yeah, I didn't stay for Heartbreak wow. Beat. I didn't stay for Heaven, which is my favorite. I thought you were going to say, because certainly Richard Butler's voice has seen better decades. Of course, yes. But there was something about it that kind of fit with what he was doing. And I yeah. couldn't tell if the, if the jacket was ironic I don't or, know. That was a bit hard to tell, too. But he only left it on for like two songs when I saw it. Oh, them. he left it on. Oh. He, it was maybe also he took it off later, but he had it on for a while. He also was wearing these pants that were very wide and seemed to be too big for him. So it felt like every song he turned around, went down, went in front of the drum riser and was like trying to get his pants back to the position he cared for. Fascinating. Well, the sax player... Was that dude was, he was all over the place. Yeah. yeah. He was like keeping it together. But then he had this like, he looked like Laddie from Lost Boys to me. If mm. Paul Simon played Laddie from Lo- in Lost Boys. So I kept thinking about that because mm. of his jacket. Right. But he was like totally holding down the fort for them. Yeah. I, their drummer I thought was super and super loud. Yeah. I felt like I was hearing snares and cymbals outside of the PA. Like it was just that loud mm-hmm. everywhere. And it was lovely, but yeah, it was, it was fun. But the way you said it, I was like, oh no, where's, no, it was did just I a... misread this? Was I too, no, I, like I not think... expecting much? So I was sort of like, yeah, it was fun. It was great. Well, no, that's what Dave felt too. So I don't know if it was, again, just where we were standing right. or if we were so drunk on like X, cause we were very drunk on X mm. and the band not anything else right 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 but um that we just no one was going to live up to them you know or if it was where we were standing but i did Mm. feel like the people around us kind of weren't as into it either so i don't know maybe dave just found the sweet spot or he is just such a fan that they could do no wrong so right right still a great bill still very reasonably priced tickets still going to but just not, not Even the full one. Just to try to be as cool as John and Nancy. Where are you now? Are you in Sweden? Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh. In my house in Sweden. Perfect. What what time is it there? You've got to be... I'm trying to think. It's further... You're obviously over from England, so it's like, what, eight or nine, probably? Uh, it's seven, so seven. close. Oh, okay. I was too tight. Um, congratulations on the new record. Uh, well, thank you very much. Thank what, you. I've, what I've heard of it is is wonderful. Um, and I was wondering about the kind of, I guess it was the first single, um, that you guys put out. Um, I'm just pulling out the name here so I don't mess uh, it up. It's probably Nationwide. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I was wondering about Nationwide. Um, it seems like it's a whole new, uh, uh realm for the band. You've got a new lead singer, you've got new music after some time of just mm-hmm. hunkering down like everyone else. Did you guys approach this record as sort of a way to reintroduce yourself to fans? Uh, 
well, or did yeah, you just want to rock everyone's faces off? I, I, I don't. We didn't really like make like a strategic decisions uh, decision or something. It's just when when Kenny comes into the mix with his talent and his songwriting, it's just a, it. He he's not just a singer, so he's very into. He's very musically talented, so he, he plays almost all the instruments, and he's all over the place when we write songs and uh, record songs so i think i think that's the most important factor that you know affect the sound on the new album uh us being us the way mm -hmm. we are the constellation we the lineup we have now kind of and uh, kenny is probably a bit more it, this is really hard but maybe soulier bluesier mm -hmm. I don't know. Then, uh, then Eric was his mm -hmm. voice. So, so, well, so yeah. with um, when in the process did you realize kind of Kenny was the guy? When all of you were just like, "Oh, this is it." Did you guys jam? How did you kind of decide on him? Uh, well, we we actually because we hadn't really talked to Kenny or heard him sing. For a couple of years for mm -hmm. a bunch of years actually so we uh we we asked him first uh if he would like to do a, a test mm -hmm. a, a test session where he recorded his vocals on a heat track and uh yeah and uh, this sounded great <laughs> i don't know what we expected but we were, <laughs> We were like, it's been so many years. Can can he still sing? But mm -hmm. boy, could he sing! <laughs> and did you guys write everything together? What was that process like? Uh, well, there's also well, you have the, his his voice have to fit, and he has to be able to do long tours and and sing, uh, do awesome rock vocals on on the albums, of course. But then you have the factor that he he's an old friend. We grew up together. Uh, mm -hmm. We kind of, you know, we started this band together. He was the original singer, and we kind of discovered rock together. So I, I do, we just pretty quickly just realized everybody, you know, that, that there is no other singer for Heat than, mm -hmm. than Kenny. He's, he's made for this job, which, which is funny because he has been, he had been, he quit the band in 2010. But uh, but for uh, many years now, he's it's been his highest wish, all categories, to join Heat again, to be the frontman of Heat again. So he had been preparing for that for years, you know, physically, mentally, everything. So he was raring to go when he walked through the door. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> As a drummer, how does that change what you're trying to do? Is his voice... And just his songwriting kind of uh, prowess uh, compared to what Eric was doing. How does that change what you're doing and what you're seeing from the kid? Mm, well, it's hard. It's a tricky question. I, it's, I, uh, I, I think that he's maybe a bit more playful when it comes to singing, mm -hmm. and he. Uh, improvises a bit more uh and then when i 
So and now, especially like in the beginning, I have his vocals quite high in the mix. Uh, so because I, I think it's it's fun to hear him sing and, and discover his voice again. Uh, but when he does, so sometimes when he does things, I, I just does things. I just get a big smile on my face because I hear that he's uh, he's trying on, you know, because we play uh, a lot of the old songs. Uh, so to say, uh, as well, live. And he mm-hmm. kind of rediscovers, he discovers them. He, he finds his way and he does some kind of crazy whales here and there. And uh, it's really fun to uh, uh, to hear that when we rehearse and play live. But uh, other than the vocals, uh, I would say that, um, uh, as I said, Kenny plays most instruments and he plays drums, like really good. <laughs> Uh, and uh, so if you don't work out there's there's another guy there to take over <laughs> yeah, yeah every every time i leave the kit he is there playing mm. <laughs> so uh but what i wanted to say is that uh, during the songwriting process and the recording process of the new album he has you know he has analyzed all the drums for all the songs and he comes to me and he's like crash uh so i have this idea for phil and I have this idea on that song and this idea of that song. And can I just show you something? Because I have this idea on this song. So he was like that. He's showing me a lot of drum stuff. And I'm, I'm like, I'm, uh, I just feel that that's uh, exciting. That's fun. Because uh, it's been, <laughs> I wouldn't say that it's lonely being the only drummer. But you, I have a drummer buddy now, kind of. And, and we uh, write the drums together. And I, I just think it's wonderful with a lot of feedback from uh, another talented drummer. That's really cool. I didn't even think about that, the, the loneliness of having someone able to speak that language yeah. of, of the rhythm. Cause... Yeah, because no, no one of the other guys give a damn. They're like, right. yeah, do your thing, Crash. <laughs> yeah. Well, but like guitarists and bassists, there's like a, a, they know that world. They know that lingo. They can do that. But you're kind of out on this island, quite literally, uh, by yourself and just yeah tell good yeah, yeah. do whatever you want yeah it makes me think of that joke what do you call people hanging around musicians right <laughs> a drummer <cool>. yeah <laughs> and there's another one i just heard that i really liked i think it was what do you call a drummer who br- has broken up with his girlfriend homeless <laughs> <laughs> but anyway um <laughs> there's loads more yeah oh completely um so with with sort of the original lineup reconstituted in a way are you guys looking at those older songs those kind of like we have to play songs and seeing what else you can play for fans kind of digging deeper into the catalog to pull out some stuff maybe you haven't done in a while uh yeah yeah sure sure uh, but uh, first of all, we play a lot from Heat 2, which was the Eric's last album, because mm-hmm. we never really got to play that album live. So we, we have been trying to give the fans a chance to hear those songs live as well. But with Kenny Back, yeah, we play uh, Straight For Your Heart. It's, it was the first single on the first album back in 2008. Uh, wow. So that's a song that we've been playing, and it's been working really good live. Uh, mm-hmm. surprisingly good you know uh, apparently people still listen to the 
first album because <laughs> it works good live and uh, of course we play thousand miles as well that's uh, uh, our it's still our biggest hit mm-hmm. uh, and we did that song with kenny uh, i think it has 10 million plays on spotify just uh, this week just a week wow that's no, a, no 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 oh, this, oh, this week, this week it hit at, i see got you guys Wow, that's not, amazing. Not each week. Yeah. Well, yeah, you wouldn't be talking to me if it was ten million a week. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. Well, I just seems like a nice guy. <laughs> so, how did you keep busy during a uh, lockdown? Were you playing a lot? Were you just trying to go to anything else and take a break from music? Uh, I think we all like started with. We didn't really say anything, but nothing was happening, so we kind of just did stuff uh, mm-hmm. outside the music because we would never we've been touring for so many years and it's non-stop so now it's like hey i can go on a vacation i can do this i can uh redecorate my house or you know mm-hmm. we did did all sorts of stuff uh, and uh, yeah that that's what i did redecorated my house so did it help you guys when in making the new record, just having that time off from each other and that time off from the road? Uh, well, of course, uh, yes and no, because we kind of had some time uh, apart and then usually we live on top of each other. Uh, so it was longer process than usual to find each other and start creating music again. Uh, but when eventually when we did that and we came up to speed we uh yeah we wrote the whole song during the pandemic uh sorry the whole album uh, during the pandemic and without the distractions so to say uh, of live shows uh, mm-hmm. because sometimes you i'd say yeah it was probably a positive thing to be able to uh, focus uh, only on the songwriting and the r- recording process to give that more more time and uh, letting that process be, be more relaxed in a way because you you don't have a, a deadline because you have have another tour coming up or whatever. Yeah. Did you miss the road? Do you like the road in general, or do you uh, like the time off from the road? Well, it's, we love playing live. But um, I, I've <laughs> we've become uh, a bit more comfortable uh, during the years. I think, uh, 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 but but it, it's still super fun uh, being on the road. But I mean, meeting the fans and playing live—that's that's always awesome. There, there's nothing beats that. But it's right. just all those. But that's only like five ten percent of being on the road you know yep uh, now, so all the other traveling 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 uh that's uh, that, that's not always super fun but we travel more and more comfortable uh because uh we've been lucky enough to have you know during the years since we started uh, right a bigger and bigger shows and so we we can uh, still uh Enjoy the ride. Yeah. Well, a friend of ours um, said uh, when he's traveling and when he's touring, they pay him for the 22 hours between gigs. It's the two hours on stage. That that's the freebie. Yeah. You're doing that for free and everything yeah. else is just <laughs> is the hassle. Yeah. 
It's like that. Uh, so, I wonder when the when they're gonna invent teleporters. There's. Gonna... It would be nice. Yeah. Yeah, your your drums awesome. are going to change up. You don't have to reset them every night. You know, it's yeah. um, so that's wonderful. Um, are you guys coming to the U.S. right now? You're kind of the summer. You're going to be all around Europe. Uh, well, actually, we right. don't have a lot of gigs uh, during the summer, but mm -hmm. we're releasing a new album. The first one with Kenny in over a decade uh, in in the. Uh, in the 5th of August is the new album out. Right. Uh, Force Majeure is the name of it. And then we're going to have a lot of show, uh, shows. So right now we're mostly doing promo. We've done uh, three music videos and uh, and and stuff like that. It, it's almost like we're waiting for the release. But we have some uh, exciting gigs during the summer. But yeah, no, not not in the US. We did play in the US in February this year on Monsters of Rock Cruise. Oh, okay, that's right. And that that's amazing. That was the second time we played there. Uh, yeah. Is this big cruise ship that uh, departs from Miami, goes down to the Caribbean Sea uh, for five days and then back. Uh, it was us and Alice Cooper and uh, Winger and Eclipse and yeah, it was like 45 bands, I think. Do you enjoy that? I mean, it seems like you must have gotten a chance to see other bands play, which is not always the case for musicians. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And also we got time to to meet the other musicians and the other bands and, mm -hmm. and uh, party with them, mostly. <laughs> so that's also fun because uh, we we're always on tour, but not together. So right. that was fun to meet other bands. Have you heard anything from the fans about the singles? I'm assuming you have, and the sort of anticipation for the this record and this new stage of heat? Uh, yeah, uh, the response has been very positive. I think uh, people have a hard time deciding on which single is the best one. Uh, mm -hmm. We released Nationwide in the beginning of the year and then back to the rhythm with a super cool 3D video. And then uh, just uh, a couple of days ago, what was it, this Friday, we released uh, our third single called Hollywood, also with a, uh, a 3D video to it, where we recorded in a green screen studio, but the, it, it had like hundreds of tracking sensors measuring the position of us. And then it was filmed and we were, uh, yeah. In, it was 3D in real time. Wow. Um, do, do you have to wear those suits with all the little balls on them? or are they No, actually that? not, because there were there are sensors all all around the studio. So we're like being, being sensed wherever <laughs> we are. <laughs> Very nice. Um, yeah, I mean, is, there's got to be anticipation waiting for folks to hear the record, waiting for the feedback, just waiting to share this thing that you guys worked so hard on to finally get it out. You guys, uh, you're obviously, I'm assuming, counting down to August 5th? Yep, yep. That's mostly what we're doing right now. But yeah, we do have some shows and uh, a lot of promo. Like Yeah, but this isn't the fun stuff. This isn't getting to play and getting to go out and, you know, really do it. Oh, it's all right. Yeah. Having a nice chat with you here. Okay. Um, excellent. Um, I don't know. What do you guys... Do you have... 
How much music did you guys come up with for this record? Is are, are there leftovers? Are you still working on stuff? Oh are yeah, you kind of like a yeah, we write ten no, songs. There, and... there are leftovers, yeah, but but still, and also we we came up to speed kind of in the uh, in the songwriting process, so we really got it going, and we couldn't really stop it. So we, after the album has been, you know recorded and mixed and it's mastered and it's done we're, we're still writing songs so that's that's always a good thing you can never have have too many songs force majeure the new album by heat is available August 5th wherever you get your music. For more information, check out their website, eatsweden.com. They are also on Twitter and Facebook, where they are at Eat Sweden. You can check us out on all the various socials. Be sure to visit our website at rockandrollgradschool.com. And don't forget to leave us a review. Today's show is produced by myself and Heidi Hegquist. Our reluctant producers are John Survey and Sandy Stone. Our willing producers are Rachel Allen and Randy Jeanette. Our intern is Zach Jackson. This one's for Philippe. Thank you, good night, and may all your favorite bands stay together. together.